Hello and welcome to Say When, a Geeky Podcast, episode 42, where we Star Wars fans become Trekkies for just a day and we pay our respects to the late and the very great Chadwick Boseman. I'm Sally. And I'm Melissa. And I'm Frankie. Ooh, talk to us, Frankie. How you doing? It looked like you had a good weekend yeah, last I'm time. Doing... I did have a good weekend. I, uh... Went and floated at the river. So, where you know we're from, we typically go to the lake. Mm-hmm. Well, where I am, everybody goes to the river. Oh, the river. And, the and, river. Uh, so it's very down. Yeah, a good friend who has a, a a river house, and he invited me and my family down. And I just uh, so I'm officially supposed to start. I was officially supposed to start to work yesterday on Monday. Um, but because there's so much to get done, I actually started two weeks ago. Of course. Um, You're yeah, a teacher, and, uh, and don't you know you signed up for that, and this is all on you. And as a teacher, you're supposed to fix the world's ills. You know that. I, I, I think, you know, I go in my little trailer. I try to find a bright spot while I'm in my little trailer. So maybe some little, because I, 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 I work out of a trailer. Oh, you, know. you don't even have a real clap. But yes. You know, good in my trailer. <laughs> I, I so the look really for good a long in my trailer. Yeah, so you know, and um, just getting ready to start work. So I worked for two weeks to get ready to start work, and that's it. So, um, but I did. I did take a nice little break with the family. Had a great time at the river. Floated. Had a mm. couple adult beverages. Um, one of my favorite things in the world to do is to get up early, have a cup of coffee, watch the sunrise. Special someone if they will get out of bed, but you know. <laughs> watching <laughs> watching the sunrise over water is a favorite pastime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Melissa, how about you? That sounds lovely, Frankie. I actually explored a state park. I got my all parks pass in the mail, so I'm looking forward to like exploring all 47 state parks at some point. Um, and I floated in the pool with a friend of mine on Sunday until I got a little sunburn and uh, had lots of good food, spent some time with my niece and nephew. It was a good weekend. Good. Nice. Good. Glad to hear. How about you, Sally? Um, I am, I'm fine. Everything's fine. We're fine here. We're good. We're good. (laughs) No, um, I'll be honest with y'all. Hearing about Chadwick Boseman hit me pretty hard. Um, I was most familiar with him from the Black Panther and the and the Avengers movies. Um, I don't know about y'all's. Um, I, I guess uh, acquaintance with his body of work, but that's what I'm most familiar with. And um, he, of course, played an icon in Jackie Robinson in the movie Forty Two. So. Um, that just hit me really hard because he's he's our generation. He was raised in South Carolina, and so it just and he was just such an icon, right? Mm-hmm. And he always seemed yeah. so vital, and and he kind of disappeared off the scene. But I didn't think much of it because everyone disappeared because of COVID nineteen, you know. And so I just I didn't. And then all of a sudden I read it and I was like, is this some sort of sick joke? I mean, like he's been what? struggling with it yeah. for four years. 
silently struggling with it for four years. He's, you know, been starred in several movies during the time that he was sick. He's he's gotten a lot of backlash for weight loss that, um, you know, people didn't know that he was sick and they were just harassing him about it. And, and this is just another one of those times that it just teaches you, hey, you know, just be kind. You never know what someone's struggling with. And he was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer in 2016, which eventually progressed to stage four, but he never spoke about it publicly. And he was visiting children, uh, you know, that also were suffering with cancer while he was sick and Mm -hmm. just a stand up individual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like you, you know, I was really only familiar with his Marvel um, works, but after, hearing of his passing which really upset me as well i decided to go try and watch some of his other stuff and um so i watched message from the king Mm -hmm. a few days ago and it was powerful and he did an amazing job and it was a different role you know to see him in Mm um basically he he comes to the states to to track down his sister who he discovers has been murdered Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's just really somber and difficult to watch, but he did an outstanding job, and it just gave me all the feels, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. watching him and that role. And yeah, truly, truly, a talented actor. And I think it's worth noting that uh, he graduated from an HBCU, and um, those those schools have really. Um, have changed history um, in America. And so I just, I just think that that's, he's just so important, you know, Mm. he's just so important. And it's truly, truly a national loss. Frankie, what are you thinking? You know, it's just, it's, it's, he was a good guy. Mm -hmm. He he did. And it's the same thing. You know, I, I knew him from the black Panther. I knew him from the, you know, the Avengers movies thought he was a phenomenal talent. Um, and it was funny just because, like, it was like, oh, you're you're the next Denzel Washington. You mm-hmm. you are really a skilled, skilled actor. You know mm-hmm. your craft. And I mean, I didn't know. I didn't know he had cancer. I didn't know he was fighting this battle. Um, it's funny you should say that. You read this, and then I started doing like you know like like this because yeah. you redid that Denzel Washington paid his tuition. Yeah. Did you did you read about that? Oh yeah, like I would do like like everybody else has done. Like I I, I knew him from Black Panther and the Avengers movies, and then I started digging into it. Like and it made me truly appreciate what of a good what a good guy this guy was. Mm-hmm. And you know Denzel Washington obviously you know Denzel Washington recognized the talent. He's like this guy's got talent. And he paid his tuition, so yeah, it's it's it is a loss. You know, it's not just a loss to the acting world. It's a loss to like society. Because he was definitely one of those people who was using his popularity, popularity and talent to better. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't, and they're just self-absorbed. He was not that guy. Right, right. He absolutely did use his talent to better the world around him. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure we have a whole lot else to say, but we're just sad, you know? Yeah. Um, so. He apparently also directed um, some plays that 
took on a similar flavor to Hamilton. And I'm mm-hmm. kind of curious if those are floating around out there anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, because he was, you know, ahead of his time. Hamilton is so popular now, and there's some works out there by Chadwick that are mm-hmm. apparently pretty similar. So mm-hmm. I'm curious about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's certainly worth our time to go look at it and see, right? Uh, tell us what you think. I mean, what what role do you think he was most iconic in? We'd love to hear from our listeners. Um, like, what are you going to miss most? That kind of thing. So, we is there anything else we need to say? Do you think? You'll live on in our mm-hmm. hearts. Wakanda forever. Yeah, he he defined the role. That's mm-hmm. the thing that I, true. I, you know, I do wonder where, because like, I can't imagine anybody else playing Black Panther, right? I could see them giving the role to his sister, Suri. I don't know. We definitely lost an icon mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. a few short days ago, August twenty eighth. Yeah. It's hard to believe. Mm-hmm. It is indeed. Could we would this this year just needs to end. If yeah. it would just pull over, I'll walk. I'll get out and I will walk. I know. <laughs> Let me out of the car. <laughs> and I have. Have this, y'all heard that? I, I recognize this. Have y'all heard that song F twenty twenty? No, I might look it up and download it. Look but it up. that's just like you know. It just seems like every time something happens that I'm just like, really? Could it get any worse? That song pops in my head. You it's can't like, ask that question. It's my mantra now. We're <laughs> only two thirds the way through. That's why I keep saying it to him. It's like, wait, if you just, you know, like it's 12 months in the year. We, we're, we've just completed our eighth one. We just, just started today. I can't, I can't. Of the last third of the year. I can't even with this. I can't yeah. even with this. So, <laughs> um, so, um, I am, <laughs> okay, so a couple things that just kind of business, we are having some technical difficulties with Skype, and I'll try to deal with a lot of it in post, so hopefully y'all won't notice it, but, um, if you do hear the occasional roboting, forgive us, just know that we couldn't get it out without taking out someone else saying something important. Um, um, yeah, with regards to 2020, I just... I have a sinking feeling I know where it's going and I just can't even anymore. Um, like I've lost my ability to can at this point. Um, yeah. So, so today we had initially planned and, and we thought we'd go ahead and do this. Uh, we decided that uh, we, we are self-proclaimed geeky kinds of people. So we thought we needed to look at Star Trek not just Star Wars. And I was watching this movie. We decided on Star Trek Into Darkness, which is from 2013. Are y'all ready to talk about that or no? 13. Sure. Yeah, 2013. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, so Melissa, I'm going to pick on you for a minute here. Um, Oh, boy. Well, actually, no, let me back up. This was uh, directed by J.J. Abrams, my favorite director. Mm-hmm. Um, it premiered in summer of 2013, and you are our resident science, I want it to make sense scientifically person. Do you have any problems with this one? Um, Star Trek in general, 
is, you know, more closely aligned with science. Of course, it's not, you know, 100%, but it is more closely aligned with science. Mm. Um, Nothing in this movie that I can recall just jumped out as, you know, horrible as some things like people walking around in the upper atmosphere and Star Wars might. But <laughs> I guess you asked that question because there was something you had a problem with. What would that be? So? Actually, no, nothing. I just was wanting to see if it bothers you because science, I just, when I'm watching these kinds of movies, for the most part, I try to turn off my filter there. I had a yeah. myriad of other issues with this movie that had nothing to do with the science depiction. Right. Um, so, uh, Frankie, what about you? What'd you think? Oh, um. I will agree with Melissa in that. Like, I think Star Trek, for the most part, does follow a better science. I think it, it's, it's as, at least as good as the science of the day. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like they. I mean, and because it's Earth, so it, it has to basic. So it doesn't bend any any rules. Like, like she said, you know, space horses walking in the up, upper atmosphere. You know, things like that, where things have to be explained later or post post after the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it had cryogenics. That's something mm-hmm. that we have now. That's a thing. <laughs> that is a real thing. So, um, you know, genetic manipulation to super, you know, make superhumans. That's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> right. So, like, those kind of things, like, didn't really, bu- like, the science of it, like, as, you know, teleportation, we've had, you know, they've had teleportation since they've had Star Trek, the warp drive, all those things beyond light speed. I'm not getting that because those are things that have always been in Star Trek. Star Trek canon, yeah. Yes, those are Star Trek kind of things, and um, so those don't bother me. Like, I didn't see anything that I found very glaring. You know, they're like, of course, when the space. I mean, we can get. We'll dig into the movie later. There's a couple of things you're like, well, that's a, that's a big leap. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. Cool. Science-wise, yeah. didn't have anything to go like, uh. Right. Okay. So nothing like set you free on the science. And, and yeah, as I nothing said, just... nothing sets me free science-wise, pretty much in Star Wars or Star Trek. One of the things that was brought home to me in watching this movie the other night, uh, with my husband actually, is that this is straight up, to me, science fiction more so than Star Wars, which is science fantasy. It is space fantasy. And so I think we need to... I think I think that Star Wars would be better off if people just straight up just acknowledged that walking into it and said, ah, give up on the science of this altogether walking in. Um, yeah. And, and just not not even look for, you know, and, and then just sort of go with it. Um, so, but to me, this feels much more science fiction-y. It feels much more geared towards and and this is i'm gonna get pushed back from this to me it felt like it was geared toward more towards its male viewers than its female viewers but you know it it doesn't doesn't matter um but that is that is how it felt to me um that that movie was not written nor produced for me specifically at all so you know it's fine it's fine um so what did y'all think of the plot it tries to have a twist right but you know it's it's a it's a remake Mm -hmm. so for if you're so if you're as old as i am Mm -hmm. who remembers the original kind 
Mm-hmm. Right? With the fake you chest? Know. With the fake chest? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, it'd be, it's one of those things, like, I think it's a generational difference. Does that make, so, like, I knew Khan. I knew, like, it, I didn't need the scene where, you know, young Spock calls, calls old Spock. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, and that actually, to me, if I guess if I'm going to get into a, that is sort of a problem for me. Like, how does that work in universe? <laughs> if I think about it too hard, my head would explode. But I just let it go. Um, that's, but that's a good point, I think, and one worth noting that. No, I knew Khan was a bad guy. Right, that's mm-hmm. I just knew Khan was a bad guy. But you know, I, he sort of tipped his hand when he committed a couple different terrorist acts but that's neither here nor there um and he's not he's not an anti-hero oh i have so many thoughts melissa go ahead. is he not i mean he's trying to save his people but he also wanted to kill all like he, like was, he was it was nasty he was like nazi to me he will like yeah. he wanted to save his people like a Nazi wants to save his people, kind of like yeah. Like he wanted to eradicate everybody who was not genetically superior. I think in this scenario, Benedict Cumberpatch to me is kind of like um, Sally's guy. <laughs> like I I just want Benedict to be right. <laughs> Then watch Sherlock. Then watch Sherlock. <laughs> watch Doctor Strange. Watch Doctor Strange. Watch. I have. I have watched all of his movies. So, but he is not that guy in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that honestly, I'll I'll be I'll be really blunt here. I think that was a miscast. Really? I do. I do. I mean, because if you're gonna, to me, if you're gonna cast Benedict Cumberbatch. That's begging for him to be an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's begging for people to empathize with them and all of mm-hmm. that stuff, as opposed to um, having someone that they could really get behind as being a villain. Villain. Like, he's sort there of... There you go. He's an anti-hero to me, in some ways, in his Sherlock role. Mm-hmm. Right? He's a high-functioning sociopath, right? But, I mean, you can really... But you still love all. him. Uh, but but you do still love him. But I don't love him. I don't love him as Khan, right? And so to me, that was a bit of a miscast. It's not I mean, he, he wasn't comes, capable. He comes in and saves their lives in the first scene that he appears, and then he decides to kill them all. And act- well, he's 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 a straight up psychopath. Like I mean, it is textbook. He they, those are pawns. He's a master chess player. Yeah. Right. And he he is just right. choosing when to save a pawn and when to sacrifice a. That ding 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 ding. And that's the way he views them. He views them as, um, when do, like, because, like, you're right. He could Players like on the Kirk board. St- yeah. He, he, he was like, I need Captain Kurt to at least get – he recognized that he needed Captain Kurt to, like, especially when they're doing, like, the jump across the space thing. Okay, and I will admit that was a little bit of a science stretch, but whatever. When, you know, he gets Captain Kurt back on path so they can go through this little portal in this, you know, spaceship. He – he that was – and, like and, – and then Kurt, right, he goes – Who's working for who? I don't, you know, is he helping us or are we helping him? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the thing. That's the I thought thing. I in. Yeah, uh, that's another thing for me. This movie felt like it had too many villains. You have the head like of Starfleet. Right? Yeah, and that was why I texted y'all and I was like, this movie is eternal. Because eternal, it, yeah. it felt <laughs> like 
it should have ended 30 minutes before it did. Like, it felt mm-hmm. like there were too many climaxes, there were too many villains, and I was just, I mean, I wanted to gouge my eyes out by the end because I was like, can this be over already? Could we not have, like, handled it? But no. No, we hadn't handled it. Yeah. Okay, so, exactly. It should have ended. It should have ended when... Like the, like the other like that super it should have just been destroyed and blown up and the and the movie that had was, been over. That was exactly it. And that you know what that was a criticism that people had of the Last Jedi that the Last Jedi should have been over when Snoke's ship blew up basically. But then there's a whole third act right, and this felt the same way that somehow this just kept on going unnecessarily almost. And so I just hence the this movie is eternal that y'all got and. And uh, the the laughter coming back was sort of amusing to me, but but you know it was a thing, and, and I don't. I really like the other Star Trek movie that 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 came out with the with the Beastie Boys song. What was the name of that one? Like they, I don't remember which one it was now, but I've seen it several times, and it's the in the newer Star Trek universe and. They come across an old Starfleet ship or whatever, and and then they figure out that the noise is what disrupts these these ships. And like I just there was so much stuff I liked about that movie, but apparently not the title. Um, and like I really enjoyed that, but this one just to me, I I didn't love it as much. And I think it's because there's too much maybe going on for me. You know, you had too many villains, too much. Too too much too 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 for me personally too much going on. Melissa, um, would you call yourself a Star Wars fan or a Star Trek fan more so? I definitely. So the movie was Star more. Trek Beyond. Thank you. Okay, go ahead, Melissa. Star Wars, even though it bugs the crap out of me, the you know, really? whole science. Yeah, but. Um, I love the fantasy part of Star Wars. I love, you know, the quirkiness of the characters. And there's so many things I love about Star Wars. But um, Star Trek just, you know, when I'm watching it, I'm not sitting there going, this is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this does not compute. <laughs> right. So well, the Spock in me doesn't come out when I'm watching Star Trek. Right. Star Wars, right? Right. <laughs> so, well, one okay. One thing that they did do that I thought was fairly well done, and you know, this is movies from twenty thirteen, seven years ago. If if I need to put a spoiler warning on this, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. But anyway, so Bones, <laughs> Bones is experimenting with the blood that he got from Khan, right? And he's using the dead Tribble, right? And mm-hmm. then, then trouble she, with triples. And then Kirk has died, and you see him staring at the triple, and you know that he's like, "Oh wait, now I know, right?" And I thought that they did a, did a good job of embedding just enough of that so that it was okay. Yeah, I see where that came from. It wasn't it wasn't like deeply hidden or anything like that. So I felt like they did a good job of sort of leading the audience to, hey, this is where we're going here. Um, please forgive my dogs outside. I'm sure y'all heard that. But, um, but yeah, I thought that that was a decent job there. And, and I do like the actors, the people that they chose 
for these main characters, for for Kirk, for for Scotty, for Bones, for Spock. I mean, for uh, Uhura. That was great casting. I mean, th- those casts are great. I just I just have a quibble, I guess, with with quibble with uh, with um, Benedict Cumberbatch because. I do want him so desperately to be a good guy underneath it, yeah. right? To be the anti-hero, but he's not in this movie. He, I think Frankie's right when he calls him the chess master. He's a puppet master. And puppet masters are not necessarily good mm-hmm. things. So, yeah, I feel like they should have maybe picked someone who was a little less, well, attractive, frankly, for the role. Um, personally. That makes sense. Okay. So I'm going to interject right there. Did you how how did you two as as women for the scene where she changes into uh, changes out of her uh, her outfit? That was straight up. There was no reason to have that scene. Zero, and that honestly it annoyed me. It annoyed me because I wanted, we had, and I wanted I, so so we, I, hope I, didn't, I was like you know what? I because I, I made note of it. I was like, well they just they're just doing this because they are they are picking this one scene and this actress who was very attractive. And they're going to show you her in her underwear. Turn around. I said, turn around. Right? And you're just like, wow. You did this because you, there's, you know, there's a certain part of the audience you know is going to enjoy this. That's because the director was one J.J. Abrams. Like I said, I wanted your opinion. And he has no respect for, never mind. So, yeah, I did want your opinion on that. Like, Never mind. Like, it, wow. it, it annoyed me because you'd already had Kirk in bed with two women. So you got the idea. You knew who he was. And if you are a Star Trek fan, you know who Kirk is. You don't need that scene. And it was a, it was purely gratuitous. And granted, she's wearing more than a lot of women wear on the beach. It's not what she was wearing. But the reality of the situation, she says, don't turn around. And he does it anyway, and I'm like, and why is she even feeling the need to change clothes right then and there? What? I mean, there's just about, no purpose. How about wait out here? <laughs> yeah. Right. I, or, you know, I'm going to go change clothes. I'll be right back. I mean, you know, any of those things. Or, you know what? This is supposedly us in a couple, couple, three hundred years. Maybe they've moved past the point where it's a big deal for a woman to change clothes in front of a man. But no, they make yeah. this big thing of it. And that's the... It, it, it annoyed me is the answer to your question. It mm-hmm. like, I, I, like, I made note of it and I was like, are you kidding me right now? You have just said to me, this movie isn't for you at all. I mean, Mel- that's, Melissa? that's how it felt. It felt like a big flirt. Like, who does that? I wouldn't do that. I would go to the bathroom. And change my clothes. I'm not going to tell some dude, like, turn around. Or don't turn around. Or, or don't turn around. Or whatever. I would just go to another area. Because you know the truth is, if you tell me turn around, I'm going to turn all the way around. I'm going to start in one position. I'm going to turn <laughs> completely around. I did turn around. I did the whole circle. <sighs> it was pointless. Yeah. Yeah. It was pointless. And I'm really glad you brought it up because... I was sort of dreading having to bring it up, and I was thinking they're going to mock me for saying anything about this, but I was annoyed by it. So, yeah. So, anyway. You're welcome. You're welcome. Do what now? You're welcome, because I brought it up. You didn't have to. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. 
Your dog in the background is not cracking me up at all, by the way. She's just sitting It's itching, 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 itching. That's 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 Daisy. Daisy. It's Sally's dog for a change instead of my dog. My dog has decided it's bedtime and he's already in the bed waiting oh. for me. Yes, I sleep with my dog. <laughs> she just rolled over on her back like, get up and pet me. And I'm like, no, sorry, honey. You have to come over here and I'll I like you. her leg in the air, too. It's like yeah. a human dog or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's her. That's Daisy. She's really sweet. Um, she's a she's a Brittany Spaniel poodle mix standard. So that makes for her hair to be really crazy. But also, um, it also makes for a really good-natured dog. And my stepson just walked in and to bring an iron back. Don't even ask. And thread. And thread, okay. apparently. And your last needle. So no need to Okay, think. great. Well, I'm not saying I'm the best stepson ever, but... Um, I'm actually recording a podcast. Sweet, I'm making a debut. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of Star Trek? Into Darkness. I didn't ask. I didn't ask. <laughs> so, anywho, there's that. So, um, yeah. And there he goes. Making no effort to be quiet because his size SS Titanic feet always make noise. <laughs> Everywhere he goes. Oh, mercy. People don't get to speak. Some people can't be sneaky. I am very sneaky. He is not sneaky. It's not possible. It's not possible. At all. At all. <laughs> and just in case you were curious, nursing school, not cheap. Okay, moving along. <laughs> okay, is there anything else we need to say about this little film? I mean, the good guys win, right? I mean, obviously. but The good guys always win. Yeah. Okay. Anything, Melissa, that you want to end it with? Or Would you recommend it? Oh. Oof. Oof. I'm a bad person to recommend or not recommend Star Trek films. Um, I am not going to knock you down to see this film again, nor am I going to be, like, pitching a fit and refusing to watch it. So I'm sort of neutral on it. So on a scale of, um, of on, on a scale of two different J.J. Abrams films, The Force Awakens being I will watch it any day of the week and twice on Sundays, and The Rise of Skywalker being I'd rather be shot at sunrise. It's somewhere in the middle. Okay, Melissa. Uh, because of the enormous amount of eye candy in this movie, <laughs> and because. Uh, you know, it follows, it tracks scientifically in a way that's not offensive. Um, I would recommend. Did you know that Chris yeah. Hemsworth was, he made a brief appearance in this one? As Chris what? Hemsworth. As what? Um, oh, God, what was his role? Uh, Did he have on a red shirt and die? He had on a blue shirt. Um, so he was all shaven and like clean shaven then. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was looking mighty fine. Uh, George something or another. Oh, yes. I completely missed it. Yeah, it was like a really small, small. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he was in it. So between you know Zachary, how do you say his last name? I thought it was Quinto, but I don't know. Quinto and uh, Chris Hemsworth and Cumberbatch and. You forgot about Chris Pine. I mean, 
Chris it's Pine. It's a well-cast movie. It's a very it is. well-cast movie. It is. It's got a lot of really awesome people in it. Um, Carl Urban. Bones actually is my favorite character. I enjoy his. I like Bones. Mm-hmm. Bones is my favorite character. Uh, Scotty's my second favorite character. Um, I I know we don't. You know we we watch the boys. I, I haven't watched it a lot since then, but. I enjoy his role on the on, bon, on the boys on the Netflix show as well. Isn't that Amazon Prime? Oh. Is it Amazon Prime? Maybe yeah, the boys Prime. is Amazon Prime, and the okay. new season's yeah, coming out. That's coming out soon. And Jensen Ackles is going to be in season three. He is going to be playing the parody of Captain America called so- Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. In, in season three, yes. So he's not in this season, but he's in the next. And I'll be honest with you, Jensen Ackles being in season three is the only reason I would watch season two of The Boys. No, oh, that comes out September 4th. I know. Like three days. <laughs> Things coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got Mando coming up. What else is coming out, Frankie? You you were telling us, you talked about a little bit about the Obi-Wan series before we started recording. What have you so heard? I was just saying, the only thing I heard was that it might have a time leap in it. Mm-hmm. That it could have, like, you know, kind of right after, um, right after, you know, it ends and then time leap till right before A New Hope. So, which, which wouldn't be bad. I mean, it, um, I would like to see, like, there's there's 20 years of material in there. Sure. Their Mando-style TV show. But, ah. you know, like... Mm-hmm. You know, the only I would, thing... Um, I would... The one thing I would really, I think, not enjoy seeing is a miniseries that is concentrated on, like, three days in his life out of that 20 years. Right. right. I won't... I want a bigger arc, and they have time to do that in a limited series like Obi-Wan on Disney+. And potentially, you could have multiple seasons, much like Mando does. Mm-hmm. Um, but that having been said, generally speaking, they've got good writers. And so, you know, if it is a, a movie over just a few days and or a, excuse me a, a television series over just a few days i would hope they'll do it well and I, i'm not saying i wouldn't enjoy that but just on the surface that sounds to me like something i don't i wouldn't like as well as something that was a little bit more broadly done if that makes sense so the idea of a time jump as you're describing it to me is intriguing um and i'm interested to see what they would do with hayden christensen because the those are the rumors that hayden Christensen's going to be involved in this project project so so I'd be interested to see how they're going to utilize him as an actor in this as well. Um, just as a personal opinion that you know matters to no one but me. What about you, Melissa? What are you thinking about the Obi-Wan series? Um, I don't know a whole lot about it. I haven't done a lot of looking into it. What I have been doing some looking into is the new Batman movie. Oh, our Pats. That trailer yeah. dropped. Yeah, it did. Yeah, our Pats. Is it in. looks pretty awesome. What do y'all think about our Pat playing that role? Um, I <laughs> I like our Pat playing that role for a couple of reasons, not the least of which me being a very snarky middle-aged woman who can't wait to see the fanboy meltdown over that because it's not the Batman that they wanted. And when I say when I say fanboy, that's not that's 
Actually, not gendered. I mean, fanboy, fangirl, meltdown ever. That's not the Batman. That's not my Batman. I can't wait to see it. Because I'm not attached to that fandom, so I'm just like, I can just snicker at it. Unlike Star Wars, where I have to be involved. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I love the Batman. Um, not necessarily as a superhero I would pick, and I actually kind of kind of find it lame when people pick him as if they could be any superhero they would be batman because um, you could just be batman anybody like, can be batman if yeah. they have enough money have i do the push-ups right do the push-ups right. yeah and do the push-ups i can do a push-up <laughs> no all the push-ups frankie all the push-ups you got the physique you got I'll the money the you can be batman so mm. you know I, but i love batman and i love the dark knight trilogy it's like one of my favorite dc uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Movies, right. trilogies, things. So I'm kind of excited about this. Sure. I, I know that he's played in more serious roles before. I haven't really seen those. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I don't know. The, it looks promising. Okay. Okay. What do you think, Frankie? I, I want to see it. You know, it looks like it's going to follow the typical Batman dark side. Uh, I've always thought of, of Batman as like the grumpy brother to iron man right they're both super rich they're both techie except like yeah. batman's techs mm. are nowhere near like as awesome as iron man's <laughs> secret identities kind of billionaire jet setters but like iron man i mean okay it's just you know i've, I've always like those two are the same guys yeah. in a lot of ways yeah totally mm-hmm. and uh but like like batman you're like you are so you're just grumpy mm-hmm. yeah and he has the boys. Well, and, I mean, and like, and like his tech doesn't like he's got. Oh, Batman's got this cool tech. No, the other billionaires got the much, much better tech. Your back suit, Batman. Well, I would also say that in some ways, Robert Pattinson for me is actually an easy fit for this role. He might be a little bit young in my head for Batman, mm-hmm. just like a smidge young. But but that having been said, he did play a grumpy vampire for like four movies who's sort of depressed for most of it. So I would say that that's not a that's not a <laughs> a bad fit for him or necessarily yeah like a crazy fit. Um, so I, I don't I don't know I just I could see it and it works in so- my head. That's releasing. That movie is dropping on August first, and Wonder Woman is dropping on August second. And from what I'm hearing, theaters are opening back up again. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! August? I mean, I'm sorry. Scratch that. October. Oh, I October won't be seeing 1st either one of them. And October second. My bad. I, I won't so, be seeing either of them. Um. Yeah, I was wondering like mm-hmm. how we're feeling about theaters opening again. I won't see either of them in the theater. Y'all can tell me um, about them if you go, but I won't be going. Fingers crossed they do this some kind of pay thirty dollars. Yeah, I'll pay fifty. I would, I would rather pay, you know, thirty dollars to watch it at home. I would totally do that. Yeah, remember how we talked last time about Mulan? My neighborhood's viewing yeah. as a, as a neighbor. We're gonna put it on the side of somebody's house and sit outside and, you know, watch me on. Um, same thing. We're like, don't say that out loud. 
was just just one family. Just nobody else is going to see that movie. Each family that watches the movie will pay the money for the movie. There you go. That's the um, name. Of that. So, what I what I mean, and it's the same way. Give me the option. Right? Yeah, I mean, don't don't force me to put. Yeah, give me the don't, option. Don't make like me I, pick between health and safety versus seeing Wonder Woman. Thing, I mean, I want to see Wonder Woman, but I don't want to see it that bad. Have we, and the have, thing is, is, they get the model right. Think about they get more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They I mean, get more money because, like, they the AMC doesn't get a cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. It's true. That's true. So I didn't real I didn't realize that they had a release date out on Batman. I, I I was thinking that the trailer that dropped said release date undetermined for whatever. I don't. But I didn't well, really look a whole lot into it either. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Dang it. Is it I'm, a year part? It's October. 2021. Yeah, Thank you. Year Thank you. Okay, so, cool. For Batman. Is, so and in my... Type, yeah. So I'm going to follow that with this. So I read something today about Doctor, the new Doctor Strange movie coming out, that they're going to align all the... You know, Doctor... Um, the multiverse of... Ma- into the madness... Multiverse of madness. Um, so and that's where they're going to use it to align all the... You know, the X-Men, Fantastic Four. They're going to bring all those guys in. Through this, through through Doctor Strange, something has to happen inside of DC that does that because you have a Bruce Wayne now mm-hmm. who is the exact same age that I am, mm-hmm. and you're going to drop him down to a Bruce Wayne that's you know what 35, 36 years old, you know a 10 or 11 age difference. You know I know, so well. Um... I have a pursuant to that. I, as y'all know, I am not a comic books person. And one of my former students emailed me and took great delight because I made a, a comment about, um, <laughs> I made a comment and said Captain America would always punch the Nazis in the face. Right? When in doubt, do what Captain America does and punch Nazis in the face. And and this was just in an email, you know. And then he came back and informed me very very quickly that canonically speaking from um from the point of view of the comics um canonically speaking uh captain america is actually a hydra agent therefore a bad guy and do y'all accept that like are y'all like okay chill cool beans we're on board with that or do you just i mean i just i'm like well i don't accept it and press on but where are y'all on that? Like, do you want Marvel, the Marvel movies to pull that in and make him legit a bad guy? I mean, I'm curious about this. No. Like, do you no, sort of reject that? Do you reject that comic book canon as well? Or just well, as a... There's, they just keep doing the same thing. They have to explore some. I mean, you got to think about a storyline that's been going for 70 years. True. Um, so yeah, he's been a bad guy. They did, they did pull it in where he was a Hydra agent and he was being mind controlled and things. So I, I don't like think about how many times people have died. Do I accept it? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't like, because I read, I've read comics for so long and I've seen so many storylines and how they've evolved over sometimes 10 years. Mm-hmm, 
I, it doesn't bother me like that. Okay. Because they just like they're searching for ideas. It's it's like movies anymore, right? I mean, they, they still remaking. Some ideas remaking. are worse than others. Right. Um. <laughs> so yeah, there's so yeah, so it doesn't bother me because, yeah. like I said, okay, so he's he was hydra- he was being brain controlled or whatever. Who cares? Okay, Melissa, did you have I a thought agree. on that or just I whatever, Frankie? So you're just like, I yeah. agree so y'all are kind of like, yeah, don't worry about it. Okay, cool. No, I wasn't I going to, I was, but, I mean, yeah. My thing is, I would like to see the DC Universe seek harmony. Mm-hmm. I think that... You like, know, you leave the have, comic books aside and seek harmony, basically? Is that... Is that Right, because like all of a sudden, like I said, in one year's time, you're going to go from one Batman person yeah. to another Batman person. Yes. That's why I brought it, you know, like the Chadwick Bosman. Okay, you had Black Panther... Mm-hmm. Who's going to be and Black Panther two? They it was supposed to be released in twenty twenty two. What are they going to do with that? Because they you have to like because they they're, they're a universe now. They're, you know, Marvel established. Marvel did a great job with their Avengers and these twenty two movie art. Let's I want DC, DC needs to do the same thing with the Justice League, right? Like super, you know, beating Superman stuff like. And I did hear rumors that the Flash was going to do that because it's going to be a standalone Flash movie. Um. So I do want to see that happen, where you have like this one unified effort. Uh huh. It'll be interesting to see. It takes some serious one. It takes several several things. One, serious dedication, serious planning, and and serious creativity to pull that off. So it will be interesting to see how they do that, or if they do that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, is there anything else that y'all wanted to discuss? Melissa, do you have anything else coming out or? Um, nothing, you know, I've been like backtracking and watching old stuff because what else do we have to do? So I've been watching Legion, mm-hmm. which is wild. Mm-hmm. I what? didn't watch that back in the day. I don't even know how to explain it. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's a ride, man. Go watch it and, and comment. Let me know what you think. Help me understand it. I'm gonna have to rewatch it because I'm having a hard time following it. It's filled with, uh, a child with schizophrenia and superpowers, superpowers. He's kind of like the Phoenix. Is he Xavier's son in the story? Yes, yes, he's Xavier's son. That's like the okay, like the comic. You know, he's kind of like Phoenix, the male version of Phoenix, and it's just it's a ride. Go watch it. That's all I got to say about that. I'm gonna have to rewatch it before I can give an opinion about it. But it's it's odd. Um, So I've been watching that. You have to buy it. I paid for it on Prime, but it was worth it. And. I've also been watching Cobra Kai. Oh, did you start watching that? I just saw the preview. Is it good? I I sent the preview. Yeah, I sent the preview in the text. It's very bubblegum, but because of the nostalgia of it, Mm -hmm. I'm still watching it. Um, Usually it's a little too PG for my taste, but, um, you know, there's a red firebird. 
Mm. And that is like exactly my car that I had in high school. <laughs> that was my car in high school. Um, and yeah, he's like stuck in the 80s and it's it's fun. It's just good fun so far. I'm only on episode three. So I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to report yet, but mm-hmm. that's what I've been watching. Cool. What have y'all been watching? Outside of the things that we are planning on watching. I, nothing. I, I've uh, been teaching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> planning on teaching and teaching. And I haven't seen much of anything recently. So, Except, you know, Bonked. Because my kids are watching Bonked or Victorious. And I just can't. I, that's all I got. Well, I have no husband. I mean, you've got, you've got, you said it's too <laughs> so, PG for you, and I'm sitting here watching G-rated I'm stuff like, thinking, huh? Outside of hiking at night is watching television shows or movies. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I've been watching some Shits Creek when I get a chance, which if you haven't seen Shits Creek, it is hilarious. Um, a couple other, I've been recommended to watch something called Unwell on Netflix. Mm. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I want to watch Harold and Kumar go to White Castle again. Hmm. Wait, you know Bill and Ted came out, right? It did? There's another Bill and Ted movie coming out. It was released? Because I I knew it was coming out. I didn't know they had officially released it because I wanted to see it. Maybe they haven't officially released it, but I know it's coming out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was supposed to come out. It was supposed to come out at the end of this month. Hmm. Bill and Ted face the music. Um. So yeah, it is. One is coming out. It was supposed to be released August twenty eighth. Okay. Oh, on demand, video on demand. Mhm. Mhm. And simultaneously, says Bill and Ted's Face of Music is simultaneously released in theaters and through video on demand in the United States. Yep. I thought it'd come out by me. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna die on that hill. I wasn't positive. So, but you mentioned a movie that to me sort of was in the vein of Bill and Ted's, even if it's not. It just felt, at least the title felt that in that vein. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, y'all, we have been chatting for oh, I don't know, like fifty-two minutes or so. So maybe we ought to call it a night. Um, is there anything? Else, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to add, Melissa? Back, Efron. That's a good documentary if you want to check out. What is it a again? Documentary about travel, uh, down to earth. Down to earth with Zac Efron. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, did y'all are y'all ready to sign out? All right, Ken. I'm ready. All right, Frankie. Mm-hmm. How did you want to sign out? I'm going to go since we have a Star Trek theme tonight. I'm going to say "Live Long and Prosper." Wonderful, Melissa. And out of respect. For Chadwick, I'm going to say Wakanda forever. And I am also going to say, with regards to Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. You live in our hearts forever. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.